Hi there, and welcome to the Future of Influence podcast. Here we discuss the power of influence, leadership, overcoming challenges, and more. They call me King Raj Singh, creator of the Future of Influence podcast. Stay on after the show, and we'll share how you can be the next guest on one of the fastest-growing podcasts in our industry. With that, here we go. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Future of Influence podcast. I'm your host, Raj Singh. They call me King Raj. And I have a very special guest on today's episode. Uh, she is a dear friend of mine as well that I met in uh, Warsaw, Poland a few years ago. And uh, let me introduce you to Elena Poeta. Did I say your last name right, Elena? Yes, yes, it is perfect. Hi, Raj. It's great to be on your podcast. <laughs> oh, thanks so much. Thanks so much. And I know you had me uh, on yours uh, before as well. Uh, I know you're doing big things and, and it was just a pleasure meeting you um, and, and working with people like you just that have so many resources, so many skills, but yet are so humble at the same time and really have a mission and passion for helping other people. So please tell our audience more about what you do, Elena. Yeah, so uh, I'm a communication coach and I help people in public speaking and I'm a TEDx organizer. So I'm organizing TEDx events for the last for seven years now. And uh, so I am now doing TEDx coaching. I'm helping people in preparing their speeches and getting on TEDx stages. So mostly I'm working with busy entrepreneurs who want to promote their, uh, themselves, who want to boost their personal brand and to get on this uh, dream red dot on the TED stage. And uh, it helps them to uh, increase their credibility in business. So I know that uh, you, you, you were a TED speaker as well, Raj. Uh, how was it, this experience for you? Yes, it was actually um, a great experience. What I found the most helpful <clears throat> actually was surprising because most people think it's, dire it's the direct result we'll get from the speech. And of course, yes, it elevated my branding and I was able to um, become more of an authority in my field. And with that, I can charge more for consultations and, and things like that. But what I didn't expect from it, which I got, was in the process of preparing my actual talk, um, just the process I went through to, to, to um, do that talk and bring up things from my own personal life experiences, things that, that I forgot about from when I was a child. And it really showed me why I do certain things I do today. So it had me create all that. It was a lot of psychology besides just the talk itself. So I would say very powerful. And um, uh, Elena was actually one of the people that, that I uh, called for some coaching when, when I had my TEDx talk as well. And she, she shared some insight with me. So um, I totally endorse her and what she's doing. I think you're changing lives, Elena, you know, all over the world with what you're doing with the, the TEDx. And you have many, many years, I know, uh, professionally in the business and as a communication coach. I remember when we spoke, you also said about Toastmasters. You're, you were a major part of that uh, organization as well. So uh, tell us more about what you do with that. Yeah, yeah. So um, it, I, I, I've been in Toastmasters for many years and uh, I was actually district director for faith countries in Toastmasters in Europe. And uh, I think that uh, this is another organization, non-profit organization that is changing lives. And I think that this is kind of my mission that in everything I do, I try to elevate others and I try to <coughs> 
mm. build this inner confidence in them because in communication coaching i see that most of what most of the trainers and coaches do is they work on how to show confidence how to project confidence and they say okay so uh, straight posture hands like this and uh, eye contact so all of those things they actually help and yes you can uh, you know see it, it seems like you are a professional and you know what you do but if you have this inner lack of confidence then it is not going to work. You will have you this imposter syndrome all the time. So this this is why when I'm doing, even when I'm doing TEDx coaching and we're working on this specific big talk and I'm helping people to, to get on the stage, I can see that sometimes they, if they don't have this inner confidence, they give up on the way. So some people, they just become TEDx speakers very, very soon. It's about six weeks that we need to, to get you on, on the TED stage. But sometimes I start working with people and after a few weeks, they just, oh, I don't think that I have uh, enough knowledge. And oh, they just stop uh, working on this. And I think that mm -hmm. it is very important to start with building your inner confidence before speaking up on big stages. Wow, I totally, totally agree. Uh, I actually met you when I was speaking on stage at the Google campus in Warsaw a few years ago for my Financial Freedom uh, Mastery Academy. And um, then we connected uh, ever since. And I remember you also telling me you were, uh, I mean, your, your list of credentials goes on and on as to why you're so suited for what you do uh, now. And, and when I met you it was before you even started coaching. It was just you, you had all of this um, desire to help people and you had all of this knowledge and wisdom from going through so many mentors and courses and, and, and coaches yourself and, and groups that, uh, you know, I'm just so glad that you're doing what you're doing right now. Um, you, you also are a professor at a university. Are you still doing that as well? Or, or that's your background for many years also, right? Yes, yes, absolutely. I'm a assistant professor at the Warsaw University of Economics and uh, I'm uh, specializing in um, startups, entrepreneurship, international entrepreneurship and communication as well. I'm doing mm -hmm. a lot on communication and those soft skills, uh, soft side of entrepreneurship, let's say, which I think is very important, especially in the economics education. We have a lot of uh, skills like, uh, you know, a lot of numbers, a lot of maths, of course, you need this, but when you start doing business, you need those soft skills as well. And this is, this is part of my mission to work and, uh, with young people, with students, and to educate them from the very early age that soft skills are just as important as hard skills. All right. Very nice. And... Um... So when, when we spoke out there, and, and I'm not even going through any of my notes from when we met from this, and, and it's uh, great when you meet, you know, amazing and interesting people. Um, they're just so fascinating. And, and I remember we also spoke about Lifebook. We spoke about some mentors we had in common and things like that. Um, but let's see, a question I want to ask you since, um, you know, with the pandemic, uh, I just want to know with the TEDx stages, how has that affected what you're doing for your clients? Are they still having them on live stages or is it virtual now? How has that changed, if any? 
Yeah, yeah, it changed a lot because now not all of the organizers, they still organize their events. They have restrictions in their countries. So in different parts of the world, it looks differently right now. Gotcha. Uh, there are some ambitious organizers like myself. We had the worst pandemic situation ever last year when I had my event and we still did it. We had limited amount of uh, even production people in, so we, we were not allowed to have any audience. We were not allowed to have more oh, wow. than, I don't remember, 20 or so people, production people, but we still did it. Uh, it was a big stage, theater stage and uh, the, the, uh, our listeners can go to my Instagram account and see the pictures from my last TEDx event. They were amazing. Big stage, lighting, uh, great production. So we still did it for our audience, even though it was a virtual audience for our speakers, for them to have this great experience of a big TEDx stage. But not all organizers are doing this right now. Mm -hmm. And uh, I can see that when we are applying for TEDx events with my clients, I can see that they have limited choice. So limited amount of events to choose from. And also it is harder to get there. So if you're doing it all by yourself, uh, if you're applying for the events, it might be really hard to get on one now because they have hundreds of applications and i can tell this from the uh from, from the point of view of an organizer they have hundreds of applications every day people are writing uh, on social media through the official applications they want to get there and you really need to craft your application in such a way so that it is attractive for big tedx events so that's why uh, it is a great idea to work with a coach, to work with someone who went through this experience, especially with someone who, uh, who, who has an experience of organizing this event. Understood. Well, honestly, it was very exclusive before the pandemic. I mean, it was very hard to, for, for people to get on a, a TEDx stage and uh, now it's even harder. So that, that's even more of a reason why someone would want to contact you uh, now just to, to, to figure out because you've you've cracked the code and and you know what you're doing you've done it for um, you know other people you've had your own events even more so your own TEDx uh, events right as an organizer um, okay great so if someone is saying that um, okay they want to take the next step they they uh, have a story that they want to share which is uh, what TEDx um, you know speakers really desire then what should their next step be yeah so from my side, I can, uh, if you want to get on TEDx stage, if you have an idea, if you have a story, then I can invite you for a free call that where we can discuss your idea and I can suggest whether it is uh, good, what you can change in this. And I'm always open for such conversations, of course. Uh, and also I have a free guide uh, how to become a TEDx speaker where you have all of those first basic steps listed out. So what are main characteristics of the TEDx idea? What should you do? How you should uh, contact the organizers? What you should what you can say, what you should not say. Uh, so all of those, all of those basic things, I have uh, listed out, and uh, I will, I will share the link to this uh, free, free guide with you. If you are interested, if you want to to discuss more, then 
uh, you're invited to for a longer conversation uh, to, to speak with me. Wow, you were so, uh, so generous. And how can they get that guide? Uh, so I will share the link with you and uh, so that uh, we can have it in the show notes under the episode. Uh, okay, great, great. So uh, there you have it. You can get a free guide from her. Also a free phone call with you directly, not someone from your team or, you know, your staff or, or someone else. You mean you directly, Elena herself. Yeah. Uh, yeah. She's offering very generously, thank you to, to our listeners and, and, and watchers, our viewers, that um, you can have a free call directly, a consultation call with her. So uh, we really appreciate that. Um, thanks so much for, for, for doing that for us. <laughs> yes, yes. It is always a pleasure for me to, because this is my mission, you know, even though uh, I, you know, some people, they want to work with me and they, they apply for my program. Some people, they just would, would have a short call, short consultation with me. And this is enough and they say that they want to work on their own but i have this mission to get as many amazing ideas on a ted stage as possible because right. this is the platform where amazing ideas are shared something that we will not hear on tv uh, something that uh, that is new something that is original and this is just my mission to get as many wonderful ideas there as possible and I've actually been on uh, a few of your Zoom platform uh, calls where, where you do some uh, coaching and questions and answers and just a uh, power pack with, with great information. I mean, there's so much fluff uh, nowadays, me being a speaker as well, just in, in the industry. So it's great to see when people are, are um, doing it and leading with more content, just like you're doing more of the free consultations, you're doing the free guide for people, you know, really complimentary. I mean, I don't, I'm not saying that uh, we shouldn't charge for our services, but it's great to see when, when people lead, you know, they're leading with more heart um, when doing that first. And then the money will later for, so appreciate you that as well. Now you mentioned that you, uh, first master district director for five countries, is that? Yeah, yeah. Wow, I, I saw you a slacker, not six, seven, only five countries, wow. I don't know if you caught the joke and the translation, but it's impressive. <laughs> countries, I mean, uh, many people can't, uh, they do that for me and you may have countries. Just want to share with everyone again, the quality of the person and individual that uh, I'm speaking to today. And she offered you for uh, a free call. And just so we can know more about you, I'd love to know more about the person that I have on my show as well. Share with us, just what are some of your hobbies when you're not working outside of work? I mean, I know you like to salsa dance, if I remember correctly, right? What oh, else? yes, yes. <laughs> this is what I love. And uh, I. next time when we meet, uh, we, should, uh, we should go to salsa party for sure, because this is what I love. I love dancing. <laughs> Unfortunately, uh, during the pandemic, we were not allowed to, to do a lot of this, but... Uh, I, th I hope that now we will have more, more of uh, such fun events. What I also <laughs> love to do is I love doing sports. I am a marathon runner. I ran oh. a marathon two years ago in Barcelona. And wow. again, this is something that uh, I had a small break in now in running during the pandemic times. And uh, yeah, so movement and uh education developing myself and developing others mm. this is this is what i love developing yourself and others i like that 
And if you can give um, just another tip um, to any of our listeners, what would you give them just as far as advice? I mean, whether they decide to go with you or not, just if they have um, any, any hint at speaking at all and, and want to progress, any, any tip you have for them or strategy for that? Yeah, so I think that uh, the best tip is just if you are worried that uh, you are not confident enough or that you don't have an idea to share or that any other type of excuse, then just do it. Because uh, the, the more you speak, the more you get out of your comfort zone. If you speak on TED stage, if you speak, even if you do a Facebook live, a five minute uh, Facebook live, this is all one step out of your comfort zone. You can do a bigger, something bigger, a Zoom session for 500 people, for a thousand people that, that uh, you just mentioned, right? So I'm doing something that, uh, some bigger virtual events. You can go on a real stage. So there are many different steps. You can start with a Toastmasters club with a very small and place where you can practice public speaking and then step by step you can go further and don't worry that you don't have anything to share I have a lot of clients who come to me and they say oh I want to speak at TED stage but I don't have any idea to share you always have an idea you have your story you have your individual personal life experience which is typical which is only yours and no one else has it you can inspire others by telling your story. You have unique knowledge. You have unique experience. And why do you want to take this from the world? You, you, you want to share this with as many people as possible. Start small. Start with small audiences and then go bigger and bigger. And of course, uh, I hope that the final stop for, for you will be at that stage. Wow, excellent. That is, that is so great. Um, <clears throat> wow, you're really leading leaders in, in, in a sense. Um, and I think the best platform to do that is speaking on stage uh, to really um, share with people, you know, your story. And the best platform for speakers is exactly what you're doing, the TED stage, the TEDx stage. Yeah. So uh, bravo to you on that. Um, I, you know, I'll, I'll share something with, with you. And, and I think I told you this before, but with the audience as well. Even when I speak, I remember when I did my TEDx talk, um, out of nowhere, my throat goes dry. I have, I think they call it cotton mouth when I looked it up, right? It's just instant. When I go on stage, instantly, like literally I'll have water right before the second before I go on stage. And in that second, instantly, my throat just goes super dry. My lips get chapped. So now I know to put like Vaseline or chapstick on them beforehand. But it is just this, this huge physical effect I have. Um, have you had people that have similar type of things? And, and what do you suggest they do when that happens? Yes, yes. This is one of the typical things that happen when you are nervous before speaking, <laughs> before performing. And what you can do is knowing that you, you're about to speak. Uh, you can start hydrating yourself already before. So drinking during the, this speech or performance does not help because you need to be hydrated mm. before. So if you know, for example, that tomorrow you have a big presentation mm. and that you are going to be super nervous, start drinking water 
two days before regularly like uh, much more than you usually drink and uh, it should not be a very cold water a little bit warm and i think that about an hour maybe or two hours before the speech drink the, the full glass of water so that uh, your body is hydrated to the maximum and maybe you will still get this feeling but it will not be that intense mm. very good tips i wish someone told me that before see there you have it we're getting a head start here everyone so let our listeners know how can they contact you or reach you how can they you know follow you on social media and and, and trust me i i endorse uh, and recommend everyone follow her because it's always uh, just amazing posts, amazing things. So how can they follow you? Yeah, so you can follow me on Instagram, on Facebook. I think those are uh, the two places where I'm most active, but I'm also on, on LinkedIn, TikTok, Twitter, and you know everywhere like uh, now if you're not online you don't exist they say <laughs> but yes. uh, on instagram and facebook i'm sharing regularly some tips on public speaking on how to get on tedx stage i'm also sharing my zoom sessions uh, if i'm having usually once in a couple of months i have uh, special webinars uh, so uh, i'm inviting you to follow me and also uh, if you want to speak on the TED stage, then just drop me an, uh, an email, a message, and uh, let's, uh, let, let's book a call. You can also go on to my website, elenapoeta.com, and you can book the call from there uh, so that we have this 15-minute consultation call on your idea and on how to get you to TED stage. Excellent. So that's elenapoeta.com that's e-l-e-n-a-p-a-w-e-t-a.com also your ig i see your instagram elena.poeta as well and um so there you have it you, you have her info to contact her thank you again for being so generous with this audience to give um a way to talk to you directly uh really really appreciate that uh once again i think elena is uh the best suited person for what she's doing based on her experience. The list goes on and on. And um, I, I just love to, to work with people like you, promote people like you, and um, uh, just thank you. Thank you for what you're doing in the world, Elena. I really appreciate it. Thanks for being a guest on our show. Uh, did you have any last comment that you'd like to say to everyone? My last comment is you always have an idea within you and just go on and share it on the TED stage or on a smaller stage anywhere you can. Don't, don't be afraid. Don't uh, let the inner critic stop you and just go out there and share your big idea. Excellent. Share your big idea. Go out there. Follow Elena. Here's to another episode of the Future of Influence podcast. I'm your host, Raj Singh. Until next time, take care. Thank you again, Elena. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Future of Influence podcast. If you're interested in sharing your story by being a guest on our show, please visit https colon slash slash kingrajsingh.com slash podcast slash apply to apply. And if you liked what you heard, please also visit and follow us on all social media. Please subscribe to our show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. 
Once again, they call me King Raj Singh, and thanks again for listening to the Future of Influence podcast. Tune in next time. Thank you.